10.17 p.m. Monday, August 26th. You already know what the vibe is. Everybody know what the vibe is tonight. It's New Wave Radio. I'm a little late. Um, my cell phone was on 10%. I had to charge it up a little bit, get it right for this, for this episode. So I'm here, you know. I'm here. I'm live. I'm alive and kicking. We all here. You know, shout out to everybody that's joining, that's, that's going to be tuning in on Instagram Live. Shout out to everybody that's going to be tuning in on the podcast. The podcast is wavy, as usual. You know, thank you everybody for showing love and support to New Wave Radio. We're going to talk about a little bit of support. We're going to talk about that later on. If you pay attention to my podcast, I mentioned that before. How overrated support can be. You know what I mean? Coming from your peers, I mean, it's all good. You know, we all got those people that show love, genuine love. And then we got those people that bullshit around and they play games and they don't really support you. But it's okay. It's okay. You know why? Because one monkey don't stop no show. You know, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the support. And we're going to talk about, also talk about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck retired over the weekend. I think it was Saturday or Sunday. Andrew Luck called his retirement. But in the in the in the, but see a lot of people they acting surprised about Andrew Luck. You know we might as well sit here and talk about that right now. A lot of people acting like they surprised that Andrew Luck retired early. Um, how many years does he have in the league? I don't think he has almost close to 10. I'm not sure. Almost 10, something like that. But Andrew Luck, since he's been in the league, he's been injured. He's been having a lot of problems. That could weigh on your mental. That could weigh down on your mental. Andrew Luck's been going to, he's been, the process for Andrew Luck's been recovery. Ever since his first two years of football. He's been in a recovering process. He's never been 100% well and ready to play football. He's a big name player. He's the top draft pick overall. But he hasn't met up with the expectations. He was filling in Peyton Manning. You see, before Andrew Luck was Peyton Manning, he has big shoes to fill in Indianapolis. He couldn't fill those shoes. He could not fill those shoes. He's been constantly battling injuries. Like, the ball, I overheard somebody talking yesterday when I was walking down the street. A dude in the car was talking to another guy, and he said Andrew Luck had a dislocated kidney. How do you come back from something like that? How do you play football after your kidney is removed from out of its place and still in your body? Like that young boy got a lot, a lot. Um, he had a lot to, um, to evaluate as far as his future goes, cause you know you don't want to be in a wheelchair. But NFL shit. Once they know that you soft, they attack you. I'm gonna give you a prime example of teams that knew he was soft. I'm gonna keep it local, cause I watched this game last year. I watched the whole game. The Eagles and Colts played last year. And this is an example of teams that know you're weak. 
They attacked them the whole game. They attacked them the entire football game. They sent blitzes at them, and they took them out of his zone. They took them out of his zone so much, if you go back and watch that game, Andrew Luck took his hand and smacked the floor. The Eagles applied pressure on him last year. He couldn't handle that pressure. That was pressure during the game. They didn't try to hurt him. They frustrated him and beat him up a lot. They just punched on him. You know, they just pounded him. He couldn't really do anything with that defense. That defense was different. They came at him up the middle, from the left, from the left, from the right, each angle. The Eagles dominated Andrew Luck last year because because prior to him coming to the Lincoln Financial Field, it was a lot of talk. Would Andrew Luck do the Eagles dirty and would he do this to the Eagles? You know, I'm pretty sure the coach was like, okay, they talking, they talking like this? We know he's a weak quarterback. We're going to attack him all game. Jim Schwartz and them boys just, 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 just dominated him. And he should have retired last year, but he didn't. You know, I think it was long overdue. I think this year he retired out of frustration from getting hurt again. But he should have retired two years ago. But you see, they babysat him, and they didn't put too much pressure. If you remember when he got the Comeback Player of the Year award? They did that out of pity for him. They didn't really play. They was playing soft on Andrew Luck, man. I'm going to sit here and keep it real. Like, a lot of these sports announcers are not going to keep it 100. They're going to be very politically correct. But they were babying him. Because they wanted him to come back. You see, they didn't give Robert Griffin III the treatment that they gave Andrew Luck. When Robert Griffin, when RG3 came, with the when the Eagles injured him and they took his knee out. Because the Eagles took his knee out. That was a dirty play. They took his knee out. They dislocated his knee. And then after that, it's been like a rocky road climbing back because he's been getting injured. That same leg been getting hurt a lot. You know, so that same leg on RG3 been getting hurt after that Eagles game. And he ain't been the same since. So he's been on the bench. But what he didn't do is quit and retire. You know, he went to the announcing. He's been an announcer, but that's off season. His teams never really make the playoffs. So he'll get in the booth and talk his talk. But um, if RG3 would have retired, they would have been shitting on RG3. He made it his business to stay in the league. But Andrew Luck, I'm not going to disrespect him and say that he's a clown for retiring. He's smart. He's smart. But see, now what he got to worry about is the organization of Indianapolis recouping that money. Because you know they want that money, them lost millions. I heard through the grapevine they're not going to recoup no money from him. No lost wages or anything. They're not going to go after any millions. That's what I heard through the grapevine. We'll see. Because this is a business. This is a multi-billion dollar business. And he's just leaving like that. He's retiring before his time. When it's millions of dollars that he signed up for. Some of that was not guaranteed. He's going to have to like give back or something. He's going to have to do something with that money. 
You know, that's just the irony of it. That's the sport. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. That's the sport. He retired early. I think he was putting his health, obviously, he was putting his health first. His family first. He wanted to be able to go home to his child or his wife and just be a regular guy. He doesn't want to be broken up and beat down. Because the dude is, he has the degrees to do things. So now, obviously, he's going to work and be a regular person like everybody else. He wants to do that. That's what he wants to do. He doesn't want to play football no more. You can't be mad at him. You got a lot of fans out there that, that feel bad, like the season ticket holders. They want their money back. You're not going to get that back. Yeah, you, you, you lost. You lost out on that one. They're not, not going to give you a refund on those season tickets. You should have never bought them. But, you know, you got Colts fans are devastated. They want their money back. And you know what I've seen on the front page of the Philadelphia Daily News today? You can't possibly compare these two players. They said, is Wentz next to retire early? This is Philadelphia. They talking like that in Philly. His city talking like that about him. Is he going to retire early? His injuries weren't that severe for him to retire early. You know, yeah, Carson Wentz has some injuries. He has some, he has some situations. We're going to call it that. He had situations. Carson Wentz never had to sit out for a whole full year. He never had to worry if he's going to play again. I mean, Andrew Luck had to sit out for a year. You know, he had to rehab his life. He had to get his shit back together. Carson Wentz didn't have to go through that. And I'm pretty sure he won't have to go through that. The way they protect him. But for the Philadelphia media to put that dark cloud over Carson Wentz's head that's messed up I find that to be like irresponsible on their behalf they jinxed him basically you know knock on wood for Carson Wentz but I think Carson Wentz is going to be a stud in this league he'll be here for a long time pending his um, style of play you know because Carson Wentz is an out of the pocket player he likes to move out the. He mo he goes from he likes to play from left to right you know, he likes to move that way. He, If he was a little slimmer, he'll be floating down that field. But he's heavy. He's big. Carson Wentz is a big body like Ben Roethlisberger. But Wentz will be here for a long time. He won't get hurt no more. I'm pretty sure this year he's going to play a whole full season. Will it be an MVP season? I don't know. But he's going to play 16 games and the playoffs. He's going to be back because the workouts he's been doing was like phenomenal. You know, like I said, like I said, Andrew Luck, was it a mistake for him to retire? No, because Barry Sanders did it. Calvin Johnson did it. Megatron did it. He just left. He said, I'm done. I'm, I'm tired of losing. I don't want to play no more. He up and quit, and you never hear nothing from him to this day. You don't hear nothing about Calvin Johnson. He's he's gone. He doesn't, he doesn't want the headache no more. He said, I signed up for this. I signed up to win Super Bowls, not to lose every year. 
And he said, if you don't want to trade me, basically, I'm talking about his mindset. This didn't even come out of his mouth. If you don't want to trade me, then I'm out of here. I'm done. I don't want to play no more. He never got hurt in football. He's probably one of the healthiest players that ever played the game at wide receiver and just walked away from all of it. Just like that. One day woke up, I don't want to play no more. Because these guys are smart. They think about their body. They're thinking down the line. The future, you got concussions. You got ACL injuries. You got MCL. You got all types of injuries you can go through in football. Ruptured spleens, all this stuff. Paralysis. You can get really hurt out there. So these are some of the smart guys that said, man, you know what? Give me my money. I'm going to play five years and I'm out. I don't want nothing to do with you guys no more. I don't care about no sneaker deals. I don't care about no more fucking Nike shirts. I don't care about no Reebok hat. I want out. They had enough of it. So do we blame them? Because if your job, if you could work your job for five years and then retire, would you? I'm pretty sure you would leave too. You know, most of us not doing the most fascinating jobs in the world. So if we could leave our job right now, we would leave. Right now. Like right now. We would be out of there. We, we don't want to work that job no more. Andrew Luck didn't want to do it either. He had enough of it. But like I said, I seen this coming like at least like two years ago. He should have been did this. He should have been left. A dislocated kidney sounds painful. And he's playing with that. There's too many high demands in football. They expect too much from you. They want you to do all this extra stuff. You know, and in these contracts, they don't tell you like... You know, in these contracts, there's so much hidden stuff in the contract. So, let's let's make an example. Calvin Richardson... Just a name. Signs a contract for $80 million for four years. Calvin signs this contract with no guarantees. So he doesn't get a sign-on bonus or nothing. He doesn't so the, the guarantee, he does he's not guaranteed $80 million. He's signed for $80 million. Now let's see what Calvin gotta do for the $80 million. He has to catch 20 touchdowns a season. He has to get over a thousand yards. A season, he has to um, perform in the red zone every day, every game. He has to play at least sixteen games. He can't take no games off, so therefore he can't risk an injury because his contract is asking him to play sixteen games. So if he gets hurt and he has to sit out three games, some of that money doesn't go to his bank account. That's how these owners get him. That's how these owners get them. So it's a scary, it's a scary times when you're playing in that league. It's a very scary time because these guys get these agents. The agents get the upfront money. The agents get paid, but the players don't get paid like the agents do. You know they have to go through all these little. And Andre Iguodala mentioned this in his um, Breakfast Club interview. Andre Iguodala mentioned the hidden things in these 
contracts that these players got to go through. And he talked about on a basketball level. So you can imagine what football is like. You know, you got to go through a lot of stuff just to get paid. What an industry, man. What an industry. It's a business. It's a dangerous business as far as your health is concerned. So that's the approach Andrew Luck took. He said, look, I'm out. I'm not signing another contract. I had enough. I'm frustrated. Because what Andrew Luck has to go through, what Andrew Luck has to go through is this. Injury, recovery, therapy. All over again. This guy been through so much. Injury, recovery, therapy. It's like a repetitive cycle. And he plays a few games and gets hurt again. It's just like, it's, it's very frustrating. It's a hard, it's a hard job playing sports. Especially when you got to please the fans, your family, the coaching staff, everyone. All of these people want you to perform at a high level up here. You can't be here. You definitely can't be here. You have to be all the way up here. You're on a pedestal. That's where they hold you up, on that pedestal. They hold you on that pedestal. They want you to perform. They apply pressure. They apply tons of pressure on you to perform. When you don't perform, what happens? The fans take you down. The media take you down. Family is all you got. Even family might take you down. Like, yo, what's wrong? You know how many people probably calling that boy phone? Like, what's wrong with you? Why would you walk away from all of them millions? You know? What are you going to do now? He has a college degree. He can do whatever he want to do. You know, but when you look at when you look at people like him, you gotta take in consideration he's a human being at the end of the day. At the end of the day, he's a human being. You gotta treat him like a human being. Don't treat him like he's a like he's a piece of meat. You know, this is a man, this is a young man, this is somebody's son, this is somebody's grandson. He's human. So retiring is a part of life. That's what we do. We retire. He was just lucky enough to retire early. We'll put it like that. Before he can risk any other injuries, he was lucky enough and he had the common sense to say, I'm done. I can't do it no more. I'm good. And we talk about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck had enough common sense to walk away from a game that he was playing since he was probably a child. And he's and trust me, like I said, he's not the only person to do this. He's not the only person to do this. Plenty guys do it. 
And like and like I said before, obviously he has the right degrees to leave early and succeed in his career. He's a college graduate. He's alright. He's fine. He's doing he's gonna do better than most. Everybody that's talking trash about Andrew Luck, he'll probably do better than as far as life goes. Everybody that's talking trash about him, he'll probably do better than. Because you're not supposed to kick a man when he's down. You know, and he's not even, he's far from down. He was just smart enough to make a decision that most people don't have the heart to do. You know, most people don't have the heart to say, I don't want to do this. You know how many people are doing jobs that they hate? That they just can't walk away from. I'm talking about careers. That they've been working for like 15 years. And they just like, man, I just... Every day they ride the train. They do the same thing every every day. And they just sit there on that train in a zone. That shit could drive you crazy. You know that? The wrong person, the wrong person, it could make them snap. And they could lose it. You're doing the same thing every day, a repetitive cycle. You come home, you're not seeing your check, not looking like what you're putting in the work for. You're just like, damn, I hate this shit. Like, and it, you, you, you wanna, you playing with the fact that you wanna leave and you wanna stay. Some people actually leave. Like, you got stay-at-home moms that say, man, listen, enough is enough. I'm taking care of my kids my way. You got guys that do construction and they say, man, fuck this shit. I, I, I'm tired of doing this shit. I got enough money for a truck. I'm going to work my work now. I'm going to do my work now. And then you got the people that just settle. Just talk shit from the sidelines. Run they damn mouth. I hate this job. I don't know why I'm here. I don't like this shit though, boy. I shouldn't be here though, boy. Just cancers. Andrew Luck wasn't a cancer. Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck was a trendsetter. He set a trend that a lot of athletes are going to be taking the road that Andrew Luck took in the future. Believe me when I tell you. A lot of athletes are going to say, I'm going to do what Andrew Luck did and I'm going to leave. You're going to get in. You're going to fulfill your, your end of the deal. Your contract is up for three years and then they're going to play that contract and they're not going to resign. They're going to leave. They're going to build up. They're going to start up a business. Yeah, and then they're going to be like, then they're going to start up a business. They're going to roll, you know? They're going to roll. People in the NFL and hockey and basketball, they're going to get sick and tired of playing for these owners that are rich and watching them just get hurt. They're going to get sick and tired of it. Because we think our jobs is modern day slavery. Imagine their jobs, how they feel. Like I said, they'll be thrown around like a piece of meat. 
They don't care that Andrew Luck retired. What they care about is the millions that they're going to lose in in ticket sales. Because now they're going to probably be 2-14. Two and, two and 14. They're not going to be as good as they were when they had them. So now what they care about is that stadium not being packed. They don't care about Andrew Luck. They like, man, fuck. If we can talk him and if we can convince him into coming back, then we'll be all right. Don't be surprised if you see him come back during week of, week eight. Because you know players retire and players come back. They retire, come back. They play with it. So don't be surprised if he comes back week eight. This this. This retirement might be a retirement out of sheer frustration. He might come back. He might not. If he doesn't come back, I won't be mad. I'll just be like, hey, man, you did an honor, this honorable honorable thing you did. You you obviously care about your family more than anything. That's, a, that's something that a lot of people won't even think about doing. He walked away from something, like I said, he'd been playing the game since he was a child. He walked away from it. He didn't need it anymore. He grew frustrated. He's tired of getting hurt. That's the game. We a transition. Before I go off, I, I told everybody today. I made a post on Instagram because a lot of people um, sometimes they think that oh we not doing this and we not doing that. we working we doing what we gotta do but we not working for free is what I'm always gonna stress so I made something today I put something up about my man Wayne I said you know Shout out to everybody that supports him in his video that he put up for free. But I said, Wayne, let's start next time. Make him pay. Make him pay. Everybody, make him pay. They want to hear your music. Make them pay. Because we not doing it for free no more. We doing it for funds now. So whenever you're thinking about putting up your video and stuff like that, no, don't do it. You know, we're going to make a website and people got to pay to watch your videos now. So what? On YouTube, you can watch it for free? Well, you watch the debut videos for free. You can watch the trailer to the video for free, but you're going to watch the actual video. You're going to have to pay to watch it. And that's what people, people, I mean, you pay to go to the movies. You pay to watch. You pay to listen to music on Apple Music. You pay to listen to music on Tidal. You pay for Netflix. You pay for Amazon Prime. You pay for Hulu. The list goes on. You're gonna pay for 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 the boy's talent now. You know nothing is free. We don't. You know what I mean. That's just what it is. You put the one video out. Get the people rock, rocking. Everybody, yo, that shit fire. That shit is official. That shit hot. This, that, and the third. I told my man Wayne. I said that shit ain't real. Those people not really showing you love. They just showing you love because you posted it. And they making it look like they are fans. They not really fans. They 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 neighborhood people that just 
like what you posted. If you really like what Wayne posted, buy his shit. We got head crack jerseys, we got head crack sweatshirts, head crack t-shirts. All of the every one of his friends should have one of them. Two of them, three of them. Your child should be wearing them. We had a head crack basketball tournament. Nobody that liked his video showed up because it was in Philadelphia. That's too far for y'all. All right, we'll do it in New York. But y'all gonna have to show some love. You see what I'm saying? It's phony out here. And motherfuckers don't really care for the bullshit. They just with the bullshit. They with the phony shit. This shit is fake. It's easy for somebody to like shit. I post shit up all day. Motherfuckers don't watch the shit. They like the shit, but don't watch the shit. You know? So I got a different wave going on. I actually know who likes and who listens to my shit now. I can actually see who doesn't. I can see what's going on. That's what I told my man. That's why I give my boy big brother, big brother advice. You know? Because nobody going to give you the advice that your real friends give you. You know? So we, what we do, what we do... What we do, we ain't doing it for free. We doing it for pay. You got to pay. You get one video from my dude, and next time he posts a video, it's going to be charged up. Because I already explained to I already explained to my dude, man, the support don't come from your neighborhood. We got to venture out to like the 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 the, uh, the outside world. Asia China, all that stuff. Europe, Africa. We don't want no, we don't want no, we, 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 we love the support, but come on, we want the big, we want the real support. Well, these people in Asia, they buying head crack t-shirts. Trust me, I already know. You know, because I'm the one selling. So I know where the money's going. I know who's wearing it. We ain't got to put nothing on on in, on the internet for clout. We ain't got to put no shirt picture of nobody wearing a shirt. But I know where the love is at. And the love ain't on Instagram and Facebook and shit like that. That's what I'm explaining to the guys. You excited about your videos. You excited about your music. But listen, man. They ain't as excited. If they not as excited as you are, then that energy ain't right. You know what I mean? We need motherfuckers jumping up and down with this for this shit. You know what I mean? We need motherfuckers jumping out. The, we need motherfuckers sticking their head out of cars, blasting that shit. And it ain't that type of vibe. It ain't that type of vibe. So if it ain't that type of vibe, we got to move on. You got to move on. We got to get away from that. We got to get away from that energy because that energy is a dead battery. We charged up over here. We want to be charged up. You know what I mean? So shout out to my, my, my dude Wayne. He's doing what he got to do and he's definitely, country, he's definitely pushing, trying. He has a little couple of distractions, but it's all good. Because he got, he got Coach Greg Popovich over here to help him out. You know what I mean? From the sideline. We doing what we got to do, man. It's Head Crack Entertainment, man. I see you at that Made in America Festival. I might be there. Um, shout out to everybody that's tuning in. 
Shout out to the new listeners in Ghana. You know what I'm saying? You know where Ghana is at. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to everybody that's pulling up. Everybody that's going on these end of the summer vacations. Much love, man. Peace.